Is today the day, the day that you choose you? Are you ready and willing to play outside the confines that keep you stuck? This is your invitation to receive new perspectives, to open up to a new energy of limitless choices with your health, body, spaces, relationships, money, business, and beyond. Are you ready to leap fences and embrace your boundless life? Listen now to Infinite Energy's radio show with Lisa Bennett. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. It's a happy, happy Friday. And for wherever you are in the universe, I know uh, today I'm sending a big energetic hug out to everyone out there that has been going through some, I would call it some really interesting energetic shifts going on with our Mother Earth and everything from forest fires in uh, various parts of the world, including my beautiful country of Canada, and also with regard to the hurricanes, uh, the there's three, um, the biggest being Irma so far, uh, just off the coast of Florida where I have family and also I have uh, friends that have been, have been affected in uh, some of the Caribbean islands and I do send uh, an energetic hug out to all of you and, and to our beautiful Earth who has been uh, doing some shifts and then of course we have... Uh, earthquakes going on in Mexico. So wherever the earth is shaking things up and moving things and uh, breathing in a in a very ginormous way, uh, I would uh, just invite everyone that's tuning in today and even if you're tuning in later on, uh, no matter what time of the year or or how many years down the road you listen in on this. There's something that I'm very aware of, and and uh, so for those of you that have tuned in first time, I'm welcoming you to my show. It's Lisa Bennett, and I am someone that's uh, a global space whisperer, which really is just for me uh, the energy of of having the capacity to to speak with through spaces and the earth is definitely a space and one of the things that I'm really aware of here is when we are always in the taking of things from something after a while it gets that either it gets that sense of depletion or it starts to resist and our our earth is resisting all the taking energy is what I'm perceiving, and so this is this is the time when when in order to sort of equalize, uh, recalibrate, create a little bit more uh, ease for the Earth that's feeling maybe over overwhelmed, over used, that this is the time for her to speak up and shake things up, move things around, and have have us as the beings that are living on this gorgeous planet just a way to sort of step back and go, okay, so what is it that's required that we can gift to the Earth 
that we haven't yet been willing to acknowledge. So if everyone out there that's tuning in, if you can just close your eyes and just send an energetic hug to our beautiful Mother Earth and not only to her, but to all the people that have been affected by all of these um, events that have occurred. Um, this is this is her way of communicating. And I've talked about this in my previous shows, that sometimes there are whispers that we have as a way of tapping us on the shoulder very gently. And if we choose not to listen to the whispers, then we get something called a two-by-four uh, knocked over the head. And uh, so our Mother Earth has chosen to do this in many different ways. And and uh, she's sort of, I guess you could say, spreading the love <laughs> out there in, um, in the universe uh, in different ways. So, wow, that's, I just, I just had to sort of, that was what was coming up for me, and I I was up last night till about two in the morning, um, doing a whole bunch of different things, but just very aware of how how our beautiful Earth has been um, asking for some change, and boy, has she ever created a lot of a lot of shifts and changes that are that are going to be what I call a domino effect. They're going to be felt. Uh, not only in the people that are immediately affected and the land that's immediately affected, uh, but also it's going to be a domino effect in industry, in business, in families. And uh, so I, I just, I, I would invite you all just today to just take a couple of minutes and just send that energetic hug out there to our earth and to all the people that have been affected Um in any way. So, <laughs> when I uh, talk to you a little bit about what space whispering is, it's actually something that I've had a capacity of since I was a little girl. And uh, so I can walk into a space, whether it's someone's home or whether I'm on a long distance checking in with the energy of a space. And I, it doesn't have to be a physical building and it doesn't have to be, and, and as I said, the Mother Earth, there's, there's communication, there's a way, there's a whisper, there's a scream, there's a yell out, however that is being, uh, has been going on for, for many, 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 um, uh, and thousands of years. And some people have, maintain that capacity it's like a muscle and many others have turned it off or tuned it out is probably a better term so the great thing is is this is a muscle that can be worked on and played with and built up and i tend to surround myself with people that are are what i call incredibly aware of their environment, their spaces. And it's if you look at animals in the wild, if there's something going on, like if you're riding a horse, I'll give you an example. I, many years ago, I was riding um, a horse with my daughter and a girlfriend and her kids. And we're riding along and the horses were acting up. And I was immediately aware that there was something 
out there in the bushes that the horses were already tuned into. And the rest of the group was sort of happily riding along. And I just, I just had this immediate sense that came through the horse directly to me that there was something out there and we shouldn't be going into the brush, but actually let's turn everybody around. And my daughter is riding this little pony. And I actually, no, it, was my, it wasn't my daughter. It was my girlfriend's daughter. And the pony decided that it wanted to lie down to get rid of her. <laughs> she was trying to get this little girl off of her back. And so she started to, like, buckle her knees down. And I was like, no, 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 this isn't happening. So I jumped off my horse and got this little pony and... This little girl didn't want to get back on the pony. I said, no, no, no. We're getting back on this and we're riding out. And she says, no, no, I'll walk. I said, no, you're not walking. So we turned everyone around and went out into the open, got away from walking into the brush, and I got everybody out. And my girlfriend kept looking at me. She said, is there something going on that I need to be aware of? I said, no, no, everything's great. And about 15 minutes into the ride, we ended up, um, back to where we had um, begun our ride and went and had a picnic at the actual stable with the kids. And it was at that time that I shared with her that there had been a cougar in the woods that was tracking us. And my horse was the lead horse, picked up on it, and we were actually getting tracked. We were We were being stalked by a cougar. And I I I immediately my my hair went up on the back of my neck and my back and everyone else was completely at this point unaware and we were basically walking in to an area that would have been a perfect place for this cougar to jump on one of the kids or the pony or whatever and I was like no this is not happening I am so grateful for the horse connecting energetically with me and me picking up on whatever that was, knowing that there was something there and I didn't notice it right away, but I just knew there was something there and I listened to my body and said, no, Lisa. So everywhere that you have gone into uh, what I call, you you can almost overthink override your awareness and say no 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 it's okay I can still do this so I encourage you now to not go into judging all the times that you didn't listen to that little inner voice that inner knowing but I'm inviting you now to start asking for your body to turn it up and what I mean by turning it up it's like a dial on a radio just turning up the intensity until such time that you start to acknowledge what it is that's required for you to either, you know, walk down a certain street, uh, go uh, on a trip to a certain country, um, eat a certain type of food, whatever that is, everything is constantly communicating with us. When you start to hear those whispers as opposed to listening to a two-by-four, then you can ask for the volume to be turned down 
And it's like just saying to your body, okay, we can turn the intensity now. I get it. I get how you're communicating to me with different things. And your your body is your sensory tool. So I want you to get this. Your body is your sensory tool. It's the it's the greatest tool. And I, I have friends that say, Oh Lisa, I just don't you know, I'm 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 not great with tools. I have to meet a man that knows how to to use tools and I'm going, wait a minute, your body is your you're born with this incredible body and your body is the tool that is required for you to go out and listen to whatever's going on. So I'll give you another uh, example. Um, I planned a, a, a trip off to Paris, France, to facilitate a class. And the really cool thing about this is this, I was in, in France in May and I met some people that said, oh my God, we'd so love you to come and teach this class called Creating Conscious Spaces. And and it's a class based on what I'm just talking about, talking about spaces and how we can commune with spaces and there's different ways. And so I said, okay, I, I, I asked my body, you know, if I choose this, will this create something greater? And it's just being in the question. We talk about this in... in um, access consciousness, which I'm a facilitator with, but I also, with everything I do now, I ask questions as opposed to coming to conclusions. And I've talked about being a conclusionist. That was my previous life. Now I just go and ask questions. So I'm opening the door to possibilities out there. I know it sounds kind of weird and wacky, but it works, guys. So the cool thing is, is I... I these two individuals really wanted me to come to Paris and immediately everything in my body lit up and I went, okay, there's something there. And I didn't actually have reasons. I didn't have what you would consider to be everything mapped out, laid out. I didn't have numbers set up. I didn't have, it was just this whole energy. And then one of the ladies started sending different Uh, photographs of different venues that we were going to do the class in and I suggested an Airbnb so that we could have what we call a stay and play option where the participants of the class could come and not only come to the class but they could stay in a beautiful space and have me with them and available to enjoy the space and talk with spaces and and the whole thing. So it was sort of like this whole package deal, which is really cool. So I had some options and one of the spaces just leapt off the page and I said, yes, this is it. And I was so, so excited to acknowledge that there was a space already connecting with me and starting to talk to me and when I say talk to me it's not words it's an energy and and so I was very excited about this and then as things unfolded my host changed my translator changed and I had the one consistent thing that I had was the tool the energy of my body is my one constant tool that never ever fails how it communicates with me. And that was communicating with the entities in the space. So when I talk about entities, entities is everything from 
a toaster to a refrigerator to a desk to a chair to the floor to the walls to the lights to the tools to the windows the doors the garden everything around this space was connecting with me in a magical way saying we are asking for you to come and it was sort of interesting because one of my original hosts said when you come please don't change the energy of the space and i thought wow that's a really interesting way of trying to control whatever it is she was in resistance to and it was just a really interesting comment i didn't say anything to it I just was like wow so what is that that you're resisting? Well, no, no, it's a very special place and it needs to be protected and cared for. So for anyone out there that goes into this mode of protecting, are you willing now to just like lower your barriers and get out of this protective mode and actually acknowledge that our Mother Earth knows how to take care of herself? She just, it's like, you want to get rid of something? You take the jacket off, you shake it off, and it's like a brand new jacket. It's a brand new outfit. And that's what she's doing right now in so many different ways. And I knew when I was energetically connecting and communicating with this space, it was already aware of the energy of what I could offer and what I could gift to the space. And the entities within the space were excited because they actually had someone that could connect with them and be the voice for what it was that they were asking to put out there. And that, for me, was so magical. So when I actually did arrive, there was this huge welling of emotion that came up with me. And the people that had uh, renovated and and put a lot of love and care into what they had placed into the space, they actually shared with me. And that, and for those of you that have um, been following me for a while would would hear this. They he is Jewish. She's a designer. Um, that uh, I, I'm not sure if she if she even has a, a religion. It's not relevant. But he he grew up in a Jewish uh, family and traditions, and this space had had seven generations of woodworkers in it. And what had what had occurred in the war with Hitler was that this was an actual space that hid. Jewish families and so the workers were posing as woodworkers and as he's telling me this the hair and even now it's like my whole body is just um, it's just kind of lighting up and it's so it's it's in so much gratitude for not only for me to to have been in this space but for the people that currently own this space or or have cared for this space and are honoring this space, that they they spoke to me and said, we are so grateful for who is now caring for the space and we're grateful for you for being here. And, oh, like, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm, I'm, uh, it's, it's, ah, oh, 
it's such an incredible experience for me and I'm grateful every time I connect with entities that are incredibly grateful for the people and for myself when I go into the spaces. Um, it's, it's quite a, it's just quite a gift, um, for me and I, and I'm never, I've never not surprised and I'm never, it's one, going into one space as opposed to another, it's never the same, and I'm so grateful for that. So today I I wanted to share with you a little bit further about this particular class. When I was there, there were original tools that the woodworkers had put their hands on, original benches, original chairs, original workbenches, and so as I laid my hands on each of these, there was like a download of information that came through my body. And so I shared this with the class and we did a couple of what I call exercises where they also were willing to... Uh, gift gratitude and flow gratitude to the space and everyone there was I would say altered in a magical way I apologize if my throat is a little um, scratchy we have a lot of forest fire smoke coming to where I live and uh, <clears throat> so it it does affect my my throat right now it's it, quite interesting so if I'm a little scratchy today that's what it's all about <clears throat> Excuse me. So we we talked uh, and we passed around the tools. We we touched the walls. We touched the workbenches. We touched the chairs, and all of these objects. I invited everybody into the group, into the class, and I said, each of these objects, you might look at them and say they're an inanimate object. But each of these can actually contribute to what it is you desire in your life. And they're kind of like, what, what do you mean, Lisa? And I said, well, can you imagine all the people that have touched these tools and the people that actually created the tools and the workers that have touched it and what these tools have created, what pieces of furniture, what they've gifted to someone else. So there's this whole... I've always used the word domino effect where you've, or it's a ripple effect where you put a, a little pebble into a stream or into a lake and then the ripples go out. Well, that's what happens with all of the magical tools of creation out there. And so, yes, when you think about that initial little pebble that goes in the water, well, can you see how it, the ripples expand out? So if you can imagine the ripples of expansion for all the spaces, all the furniture, all the tools, all the items, all the inanimate objects that we've been around, whew, if we could ask them all to contribute to everything you've ever desired in your life going forward, oh, would you now just be willing to receive that? All of it, just all of it. 
And everywhere that you have imagined that we're not even connected with someone on the other side of the world, I'm going to call bullshit. (laughs) Where do you think the clothing has been manufactured that you're wearing? The jewelry, the makeup, the footwear, the food that you ingest. There's an energetic, molecular connection with everything. And when we can acknowledge how energetically connected we are to so many things in this universe, I'm telling you, for those that consider themselves to be highly sensitive, they're going to find the intensity is going to show up in their bodies in a way that maybe might not be very comfortable. And that's when you can invite your body to turn things down, turn down the intensity. It can show up as a form of a migraine. It can show up as a form of being tired. It can show up as, in, in a form of, of uh, energy or exhaustion, whatever that is for you. So ask your body to create almost a filtering system that doesn't have to show up as a two-by-four. It is the ultimate tool for you. And so how aware are you of all the inanimate objects in your spaces? And how aware are you now willing to be to acknowledge everything, everything in your, in your office, in your kitchen, in your bedroom, in your living room, in your dining room, in your garage, in your car? How about your purses, ladies? <laughs> your briefcase? your computer, your computer keyboard, your cell phone, all the pieces within the cell phone that put it together, the engine of your car. I mean, think about the number of people. Let's just let's just talk about a cell phone, for example. Think about the number of people that actually put their energy into the creation of a cell phone or to the creation of a computer. Well, if I look at my, I have a Mac, if I look at my computer, I have an Apple on the outside. Well, the Apple was, that was created, that logo was created by someone. It was approved by, you know, Steve Jobs. There was the person that created the size of the screen, the filtering system, the the filing system on the computer, the all the algorithms within the computer, the keyboards, the different types of keyboards, the different styles of mice, the different earbuds, the different can you see can you see how many energetic contributions we've got with everything we touch and and have within our spaces? Wow, I could I, I I'm kind of on a roll this morning. <laughs> so We're going to take a quick break, everyone, and when we return, we're going to talk a little bit about inanimate objects and how we can utilize those for all the creations and all the magic that we're asking for for our life and living and everything we desire. You're with Lisa Bennett at Infinite Energies. Have you ever wanted to know how you can choose an amazing life and to be in the space of thrival instead of survival? Are you ready to move beyond the confines of your life? Have you always known that there was another way of living in this world beyond just existing? 
How about an open conversation that gives you immediate ways to remove the emotional and physical baggage you have carried around with you for years? Listen to Infinite Energy's radio show every Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, 9 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a bar session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? This is Infinite Energy's radio show with empowering coach Lisa Bennett. To participate in the program, please call U.S. 815-880-8255, in Canada, 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can send a question or comment to lisa at infiniteenergies.ca. Now back to the program. Welcome, welcome everyone, and thank you for tuning in this beautiful Friday. I am Lisa Bennett, and I am a space whisperer who is someone that loves to communicate and connect with spaces, whether it's your space, my space, uh, a space that I walk into, a space that I get invited to, and that's something that I'm uh, very aware of is Oftentimes people say, oh, Lisa, I really want you to come and do a session here at my house or a consultation or would you come and facilitate a class in my country or whatever that is. And immediately when I connect with that person, their spaces, whether their business or their home, are starting to communicate with me, which is really interesting. It's it's something that... Uh, if you look in this reality, you look at hiring someone, you look at their credentials, you check them out, you know, what are their references, et cetera, et cetera. Well, this is kind of a way that goes around all of that, and it's actually like tapping you on the shoulder, your space, and saying, uh-oh, we actually are looking for someone to come in and shift things within the energy of our space. Who are we going to connect with? And then eventually, somehow, the space finds me and the individual that's either living and or working in the space connects with me. And they're always thinking it's because they are the ones that have found me. And actually, I would invite everyone out there to acknowledge that it's not actually you, it's your space that is now using you, your being, and your body as the tool to connect with me. And it's really cool, and it might sound a little backwards, 
but it's so once I started to acknowledge that it's actually all the spaces that are asking for me to come and work with them and play with them and shift things with them. And then I just, the people start to come forward and it's made my, it's just made everything way easier because spaces just don't have a point of view. They're going to show up uh, whether they have uh, a tsunami, an earthquake, a fire, uh some some you know marriage divorce a death they're going to get they're going to connect with me however that is and or a change of jobs however that is there's usually a a shift that's been asked for or people are going through or they're looking at moving buying selling and it's the space that eventually connects with me through the people that are living and or working there. And that has really shifted things. So anyone out there that has uh, and is not willing to acknowledge the capacity of all their spaces, of all the objects within their spaces, of how they can actually be in communication and in communion with them, would you now be willing to just acknowledge that and ask for all the barriers that you've created around receiving that information to just go just to be completely gone so that you're not actually looking at a wall of a barrier of resistance but actually just ask it to completely dissipate and then you can actually see and sense with your body what's going on and ask for it to show up in a way that you can hear it so it could be a sensation in your body. It could be uh, words, voices. It could be somebody coming up and talking to you. It could be a contractor that says, hey, I noticed this and this, or your neighbor, or a friend. And boom, be willing to hear those whispers that are being presented to you on a daily basis. That's how I play with my business and my business I also acknowledge as an entity and it's a breathing entity just like Mother Earth and when we can acknowledge that, holy magic, magic. So <clears throat> with the space in Paris, what I acknowledged about that magical space was one night when I was uh, uh, I sort of woke up in the middle of the night, I was aware that there was an entity called Abraham, and a man that had previously uh, been in that space that had passed on. And he just, in a, in a very beautiful way, communicated to me how grateful he was that I had been in this space and that the people that had honored the space, had maintained the integrity of the structure of the building, uh, were now there, and that he just wanted to just be gr thankful and, and really grateful for everything that had occurred up to that point. And I shared that with the owners. I just said, I just wanted to let you know that this is the name that popped up, I, what, whatever that meaning was for them. Um, they were incredibly grateful for receiving that information. And then the following night, I had 
a visit from a couple. I don't have names, but what I was aware of was that in that space there were they had had a child and the child had lived for three days in this space and then they chose to end the child's life due to the war, due to what was going on. They weren't even sure if they were going to survive um, with uh, what was going on during the 1940s. And so they chose to spend the three beautiful days with this little girl uh, and then they uh, ended her life and, and buried her somewhere on the property of this home. And that was something else that I I shared with the group that came to the class there and asked everyone there to just send some beautiful contribution for the choice that this couple made and for this little, little um, baby that had... Uh, being gifted to be with them for those three magical days. And so everywhere that you as an individual have turned this into a trauma and um, a tragedy, and what if we could look at all of these as gifts and just be willing to acknowledge that this beautiful entity, which doesn't have a connection, by the way, to time, so... One of the things that I'm very aware of is when somebody moves or passes over, dies, however you want to label it, there's really no sense of time. There's just a transition that's occurred. And so when when they connected with me, it was just me being willing to acknowledge to them that this little baby had been a gift to them and that there was this beautiful, lovely... Uh, it was like a, an embrace in this space um, that everyone had this sense about the next day. Everybody just had this beautiful, lovely sense of peace within the space. So amongst all the turmoil that was going on in the country of France during the 1940s of the war and, and what was going on with um, any of the Jewish um, people that were... Uh, captured and taken off to concentration camps and we we've all heard those stories there was this beautiful magical peaceful moment with this young couple and this baby and it was it was just uh for me I felt very honored that that came up that 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 um energy came forward and I was able to put a voice to it and share that with the group. And so as we were sitting there and I was talking about this, there was a, in an adjoining building, we hadn't heard it up to this point. Then all of a sudden we started to hear this baby crying. <laughs> so how awesome is that? And, you know, when you hear the the cry of a baby, there's this beautiful energy, what I call the birthing, the life. And that's what I looked at for our group. It was just like this beautiful energy of rebirth, of life, and, and what gifts that had brought to everyone there. So 
are you willing to acknowledge those whispers that show up when you think that you're at the end of your rope, the end of whatever that is, that often there's a rebirth. There's a a little whisper. There's a little energetic tap on your shoulder that's going to show up in another way. And are you willing to acknowledge how you can see those things, maybe not with your eyes, but maybe with your ears or maybe with your nose or maybe it's through tasting. Whatever the sense is for you, be willing to ask your body to turn everything up so that you can actually start to acknowledge your capacity with entities. And when you can start to receive that, that's when the doors open up for receiving so much in your life. Wow. I'm so grateful that I have this platform to share all of these beautiful experiences as I travel around the world. More and more places start to commune with me and talk to me and connect with me. And I would invite you, even for those that choose not to get on a plane, not to get on a train or drive or whatever that is for you, if you're choosing to stay within the spaces that you're living in, know that you can still get contribution from countries, still get a contribution, uh, an energetic contribution of entities from different spaces and places around the world. So everywhere that you're believing that you have to buy a plane ticket, get your passport and, and spend a ton of money to do whatever it is you choose to do, Would you be willing now to just acknowledge that you don't actually require any money to connect with an entity, that you don't actually require to get out of your space? Now, the cool thing is, is our bodies do like to move. (laughs) And so moving could be walking. It can be going to the store. It can be uh, getting on... um, a bicycle, going for a swim, all of those wonderful movements that our body loves to do actually creates opening doors for whatever it is you're desiring. So I'll give you an example. There was a time that I was, I would say, fearful about doing things in life, fearful about uh, moving forward. I I almost would say that I was in a, um, what's the word, paralyzed state. I And I created that with my body. I created an illness in my body where I actually had this, it was, it was, it was self-imposed I had not wanted to be living and so I had put it out there energetically that I was ready to get out of this world and how my body showed up for that was I created this embolism in my lungs which is blood clots in my lungs so I stopped breathing. Well how cool was that? (laughs) So in that I actually ended up having to stop any sports and i was i was really keeping myself almost prisoner in this home and 
I was fearful about doing any contact sports. I was fearful about getting out and doing things. And I, I found myself imprisoned within my body. And when I acknowledged that that was something that I had created in my mind and it was bought into the medical system and bought into all of these other things, I was like, wow, Lise, would you like to change that? And I was like, yes, please. And so as soon as I changed and shifted the energy about how I was truly being with my body, I was no longer fighting my body. I was no longer fighting others. I was no longer fighting the medical system, trying to prove people wrong or right. And and I just started to be in complete gratitude for my body, how it showed up, how it was communicating with me. And then I asked if it was willing to change as I was willing to change. And that's really key, guys. When we can start to ask things to change and move in a way that is going in the direction of what it is we desire, all of those inanimate objects within our spaces that are no longer serving us or have served us up to a point, we can actually let them go with complete gratitude. Wow. <laughs> so I'll, I'll share with you a little bit about how I went about shifting things and how I also utilized the objects that I was living with to create everything that I've been choosing and desiring going forward in my life. So we're going to take a quick break. And when we return, you're with Lisa Bennett at Infinite Energies. Have you ever wanted to know how you can choose an amazing life and to be in the space of thrival instead of survival? Are you ready to move beyond the confines of your life? Have you always known that there was another way of living in this world beyond just existing? How about an open conversation that gives you immediate ways to remove the emotional and physical baggage you have carried around with you for years? Listen to Infinite Energy's radio show every Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, 9 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is Infinite Energy's radio show with empowering coach Lisa Bennett. To participate in the program, please call U.S. 815-880-8255, in Canada, 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can send a question or comment to lisa at infiniteenergies.ca. Now back to the program. Hi, everyone. It is Lisa Bennett, and I'm so grateful for those of you that have joined us live, that are in the chat room, those that are listening, those that are sending me notes uh, through Facebook. I'm grateful for all of you as well, and for those that are choosing to listen to this after the fact. So the really fun thing about... Uh, playing with inanimate objects and and I was sharing a little bit of a personal story uh, where back in 2013 I had created this dying in my body and felt like I was a bit of it imprisoned in my body was when I when I started to sort of go into a space of being grateful and not not disliking my life or being angry or whatever that was that I was really frustrated with 
I started to acknowledge that as soon as I could start being kind, and I'm really, really talking about this beautiful flow of love and kindness, and I'm talking about self-love, I never had an issue with being loving towards others, but it was the self-love for myself that I acknowledged was not easy for me. Uh, when people said, oh, I love you, or you're so lovable, I used to brush it off. I didn't actually receive it. And so when I started to really be with myself, and I didn't have a lot of people around me, and I had a lot of time to think and uh, be with me, I knew that there had to be some other way to, to change things up. And so one of the things I... I eliminated in my life is I had a really big, uh, huge home. It was, um, some people um, would call it an estate home with uh, a big acreage, tennis court, swimming pool, um, lots of bedrooms and bathrooms and, and living rooms and big kitchen. And there was just a lot, a lot of things to maintain. So I, I'd like you to hear the word maintain. I acknowledged years ago that I was very good at maintaining. I was very good at fixing things. <laughs> and amazingly enough, what ended up showing up for me was a body that required maintenance and fixing and relationships that required maintenance and fixing and a space that had to have maintenance and fixing, and a business that had to have maintenance and fixing. And, oh my goodness, can you imagine how absolutely exhausting this can be for an individual? And that's what I created, exhaustion for me. So when I asked for my space to find a new family, and that's what we can do with inanimate objects, is ask for things to go out and find someone and a new family came into the space. There was this new energy of life that came into the space. I let it go and then I moved into this magical space that I'm in now and the the, the wonderful thing is there is pretty low maintenance involved, if any, with this space. I have a company that comes in and does 90% of the work. There is so much freedom for my body for travel or whatever that is that I desire so I can lock my door. And these were all things that I was asking for and I didn't know how they were going to show up, but I just was saying no more maintenance easeful body, happy body, healthy body, and to be surrounded by people that were willing to contribute to the life, my living, my bank account, the healthy healthy body that I desired, and all these yummy relationships. And that's what's transpired for me. So I don't maintain. I thrive. I choose a life of thrival. So I invite you to choose a life of thrival. That can be in so many different ways, guys, so many different ways. And the objects that you have in your space, if you've got a whole bunch of items that are 
broken down that have to go into the repair shop, ask if it's truly going to add to your life if you go out and get it repaired, or is it time to let it go? And the beautiful thing is to actually start to let things go. And one of the things that I was acknowledging last night is I I had, oh, I was a big photographer for years and years as far as for fun. And one of the things that I I was aware of was I had, oh, a good 20 photo albums. And last night I got into my photos and started to scan and eliminate and and actually get rid of things that no longer serve me. And so I'm these photographs have an energy they have a memory and i was with them i enjoyed them i i had that moment of acknowledgement about the different times in my life and then i was willing to let things go that no longer serve me going forward so how many of you are holding on to photographs that hold an energetic footprint of some past experience are you willing to let those go as well and acknowledge them and know that it's the energy of whatever occurred with the people that are in the photograph that is actually the creation of what you've created in your life and not holding on to the photograph. Wow. So I know we've talked a lot today. There, I could talk... I, I'm, I, as many of you know me, I could talk and talk and talk because I love talking about spaces and inanimate objects. Well, everything has an energy. Everything has a vibration. Everything is a contribution. And if you're interested in knowing more, you can connect with me at Lisa Bennett's uh, I, on Facebook. I have infiniteenergies.ca is my website. You can send me an email at lisa.infiniteenergies.ca and you can connect with me. And I do Skype sessions all around the world. And I facilitate my Creating Conscious Spaces class. If you're at all interested in hearing more, please connect with me. I'd be more than happy to chat with you. And what magical spaces and places can we all play with and be with today and ask for them to contribute to the life and living you're always desiring. Thank you so much for joining me, everyone. I look forward to seeing you somewhere out in the universe. Big hugs to you, and I look Thank forward Thank you for to choosing you. to listen to the Infinite Energies Radio Show. Lisa Bennett will return next Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, 9 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Lisa loves to connect with her listeners. Email her at lisa at infiniteenergies.ca or find her Infinite Energies page on Facebook. We look forward to having you join us again to share the changes you have begun to make. Have an awesome week.